Hello, and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Rowdy Justin DeClue. <laughs> Rowdy Rustin DeClue. Oh, and I'm Colin cunningham <laughs> Oh, Colin, Whoa. you sound very Canadian. Does that have something to do with the fact that we watch two Rowdy Roddy Piper films? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. Not to be confused with Rowdy Rowdy Piper, which is what I called him until I was 25 years old or <laughs> Wait, something like that. Isn't uh, Ronda Rousey called Rowdy Ronda Rousey? Yes, she is. And she is a bad person, so let us not speak of her again. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. So cut we're talking out. about Roddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, cut her out of the, of the whole film industry. She's canceled. <laughs> yeah, so he was a wrestler, as you many people know, but he also did uh, many films. He had quite the film career. And probably most famously, They Live, where, put on the glasses! <laughs> the 20-minute fight with Keith David in the back alley. People complain mm-hmm. about that fight, and I'm really? like, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know cinema. That it, is like the goes, one thing that people remember from that movie. It goes movie. on a long time, but I think that's the whole idea, yeah, is that, that it's, it's drawn out. Oh, maybe you could rent a little film called Impossible Horror and see a <laughs> homage to that. Oh yeah, that's true. Impossible horror.com. <laughs> yeah, buy it on Blu right now. But we didn't watch They Live. We watched probably his most, I would say, famous film. I've definitely heard of it. And uh, I mean, we were talking about this earlier, but I mean, I've known about Hell Comes to Frogtown for many, many years, but I've never, eh, never been inspired to watch when, it. When like cult movies or bad movies come up, it's the one that like always seems to be at the top and it keeps getting DVD releases and Blu-ray releases. Yeah. It's got a fun name. Yep. Hey, and- there you go. Like, what is Frogtown? It's a town <laughs> filled with frogs. Yeah. It's very It's literal. exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it is not like a political thriller like Wag the Dog or yeah. anything yeah. like that. <laughs> Frogtown are actually communists. Yeah. But I uh, want to talk about the plot. Uh, sure. Yeah. So if you've ever seen uh, Bad Max Fury Road, say, pretend yeah. that you had a budget of $10,000 maybe. Yes. If that. And you had Roddy Piper, yeah. who is... Given such a broad performance in this film. Yeah, he doesn't really, uh, I, I gotta say. It's, he didn't do it for you, right? It, it's good that I watched the second movie, mm-hmm. um, but I did not like him in the first one. I, I mean, it, we could say it right off the bat that none of us at this table like yeah. Hell Comes to Frogtown. It's not good. When I recommended yeah. it, uh, the last time I had watched it, I didn't like it. And I yeah. remember when I brought this up to people who like like these kind of cult films, they were mm-hmm. insulted. They were like, how can you not like Hell Comes to Frogtown? It's very, very slow and boring I, I was like nothing happens in yeah this. yeah it's got some tone issues but like so basically it's a post-apocalyptic movie and it starts right off the bat with like an explosion and it, it i think it has voiceover that explains like there was nuclear war and they need to repopulate the earth and there's mm-hmm. only one man who can do it yeah, yeah. a canadian <laughs> what are you doing? Who's very hey. vir- virile holy crap yeah so they capture him i think it's like william smith uh turns up again uh who keeps showing up in every movie 269 movie credits I mean William Smith he had mortgages to pay I know and probably alimony oh my god did you ever hear Lance Hendrickson when he talks about certain movies like that was an alimony movie (laughs) he was in a movie like two years ago I looked it up it was called like Witches of Death or something like that William Smith probably looks the exact same way he has for his entire career yeah just like Like a hundred years old grizzled his voice just keeps getting more gravelly his voice it sounds like he just gargles with broken glass like it's so shredded his vocal cords <laughs> yeah cause he's always working out yeah <laughs> it's me William Smith so they start this movie with they, they bring up the idea that there are frog people <laughs> they and, bring up um, the idea well yeah I'd like to propose the concept <laughs> of frog people you don't people. see them and then it's Roddy's 
Piper, Roddy Piper. I almost said Roddy Smith, getting a, a the cat son captured. of William Smith and yeah. Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> he got captured. No, it's Roddy McDowell. Rowdy Roddy McDowell. <laughs> he gets captured by the government, which is also like the medical government, mm-hmm. and they medtech. I think medtech. It's called. Yeah, yeah, so they want to repopulate the earth, and they put a chastity belt on him. Uh, a one that's uh, primed to blow. Yeah. yeah. It'd be amazing if it was going to blow if he got like too aroused or anything like that. Yeah, it's got a flap, they said, if you used uh, to take a piss. Or for whatever. peeing and for f- having sex. But so they si- make him sign a contract and they're like very much like Mad Max Fury Road. They're like, you got to go to Frogtown because there's all these human women who... Uh, are um, fertile, and we need you. We need you to reckon. Uh, we need you to rescue them and um, make love to them to repopulate the earth. And this is a hardcore pornography. Yes. So Just Roddy like, Piper, that actually is the plot of like a porno when you say it like that. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But this film not very sexy. No, it's no, uh, it's one of those all. things. So we have to say, like, uh, I think like MedTech is run by women. Mm-hmm. women I think like sixty eight percent of the men have been wiped out in the wars. I was kind of like impressed by the matriarchal society yeah so it's like you know william smith is just some uh podunk like lackey yeah everybody else are frogs yeah and uh so sandel bergman she's the kind of uh i guess the sergeant or some somebody in charge of med tech uh she's from conan the barbarian she mm-hmm. was uh conan's uh i don't know lady friend girlfriend lady barbarian <laughs> lady friend <laughs> And uh, she was the the evil queen in Red Sonia, the terrible, oh, terrible, yeah. terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's funny that like Fo- or- so Richard <laughs> Fleischer directed Conan the Destroyer, a movie that nobody really likes either. It's not good. And they're like, let's give him Red Sonia as well. He did that as well. <laughs> yes, he oh, did. Oh, that was terrible. No wonder. <laughs> was that the sequel to Conan? No, no. It's kind of like he doesn't even play Conan. He plays. He doesn't? No, he not, plays not, Red Sonia. Not, not Red Sonia. Conan the De- Conan the Destroyer. That's the the direct sequel yeah but it's, okay. but it's like yes. Conan the Destroyer either it's weird it's really bad it's like a PG-13 kitty mm. f- kind of kitty friendly well version. it's gotta be better than Krull ooh boom dunk dunk Krull never seen Krull Krull is so boring really speaking of boring hell comes to Frogtown oh it's yeah, so boring so the issue be- with this movie is they don't get to Frogtown until about halfway through the movie and it's an hour and 30 and it's not movie. like they're meeting any bandits and having fights no. or Roddy's throwing quips nah they're just driving driving across stop. the wasteland they're driving around and there's like almost like wacky antics this movie at times is very comedic in tone and it doesn't wah, wah, match wah. yeah but it's, it's very goofy it's like cartoony but it's yeah. not in as uh, a wise man once said a boner comedy <laughs> no which... and you think it would be because everyone wants to have sex, sex with, with roddy, roddy piper. piper but it's like not really erotic it's more just like gross i mean no, it's, it's like women it's kind of goofy women are coming yeah. on to him the two women who there's like a military gal and then the <sighs> medical gal if only this film had it's... been directed by jim wynorski and his yeah. pride oh yeah no but, it's like sandal bergman and then c Veril, I think her name is. The from, girl uh, from Pearl. She's from Silk. Silk. I don't know What's why I Silk? said Pearl. It's just uh, that movie with a cool poster. I don't know what it is. <laughs> she's yeah. like this chick vigilante. It's or, apparently uh, a really, really boring movie, but it has a cool poster where she's like, and she always has this like slicked back short hair. Yeah, mm. she's kind of gunner, so they drive across the wasteland in this uh, med tech like pink van. Don't really fire on anybody. Of course it's pink because <laughs> yeah, women, right? I mean, this film was directed, uh, the most famous person is Donald G. Jackson, who is most famous for Hell Comes to Frogtown and yeah. the a thousand rollerblade warrior films that yeah. he made. There's oh like God. 13 or 15 of I them. I looked at his credits. He's written and directed so many of these things. He like, directed Guns of the Chuka... Uh, how, how do you say it? Chupacabra? Uh, Chupacabra. <laughs> and Guns of the Chupacabra. I can't say it. Chupacabra. <laughs> Part two. 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and he directed. There was a movie called Roller Gator. Yes, oh that god, is a famously ro- bad movie. I've still never seen that. I really want to see that. Yeah, it raps. He I does the voice for it. It's it's a it's a oh. woman on rollerblades in the post. Is it post apocalyptic? I think it is. And oh, like it's it just a puppet in a bag. What? And it loves to like rap and do rhymes. Oh no! Yeah. I saw the poster and it said. I have a patch that uh, a guy named mm-hmm. um, Dan Gorman and his partner made. <laughs> That says, uh, I survived roller gator. Oh, no. <laughs> it bad. says uh, the poster was like, a woman befriends a jive talking like we alligator. Okay, so the other director of this movie was named R.J. Kaiser, and he is a sound guy, and he has done sound for the new Predator movie, War for the Planet of the Everything. Age, Hidden Figures, Passengers, Deadpool, The Fifth Wave, Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Dark so Nights. So many things. Dark so, Nights. Is The like Road Inception. Chip the one with John Waters? Uh, I already closed my no phone, idea. but I assume <laughs> it was. Have you ever seen that? Like, uh, and and like no. Alvin's like, I love, uh, I think, Pink Flamingos. Or no, like I've that. never yeah. seen any of those movies. But he's, uh, yeah, this guy is like, uh, he's done all the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah, that's why the sound was so crystal Huge clear in How Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, they get to Frogtown. Finally. And there are frogs. Yeah, and they're beautifully they're realized really good. by um, special effects man Steve Wang, who is probably most famous for designing the Predator and the reshoots. Him and another guy did it. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. And uh, he also directed the great Kung Fu Rascals, the classic Mark Dacascos' Drive, and the... Pretty good. Guyver 2, Dark Hero. And Guyver as well. Uh, he, yeah, or he's co directed something. Okay, yeah. right. Uh, along with, um, uh, what's his name? It's uh, it's a special effects guy. He's Japanese. Oh, uh, Screaming Mad. Screaming Mad George. George How's yeah. like Savage Steve Holland? No, that's yeah. the guy directed Better Off Dead. <laughs> Do they all Mad have... Murdoch from the A-Team? <laughs> Do they all have funny names like that? No. <laughs> no, just them. I mean, you gotta earn it. You have to kill 10 guys. <laughs> So these and, are like and, uh, and, 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 and George was always screaming. Oh, screaming. <laughs> He's like, "How's it going?" Yeah. So these are um, anthropomorphized frogs. So they're people who are basically have these frog heads, yeah. but the articulation on them. And there was, I think, maybe about five. Mm-hmm. They reused them over really, and over again. Some people really with good. frog makeup. Like, oh yeah, there, there yeah. Only yeah. so many frog in the, in people. the background. There's the kind of frog soldiers that yeah. just sort of have masks. Yeah, on and then there's one lady really frog uh, who has like makeup on. She's like the frog prostitute. Yeah. The Classic Lady Gremlin, if you will. <laughs> yeah, she looks like, look like the Lady. She has Gremlin. like the lipstick on and stuff like that. So, like the thing about this movie is, as we mentioned, that like the tone was all over the place. But like now that we get to Frogtown, I felt like I was watching like the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, or yeah. Um, it's like Ninja a, it's Turtles, an Italian version of the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, it's perhaps directed it's a pro- by Brune Mattei. <laughs> ironic if it's this is the Italian version of a Mario but Brothers it, it felt like you know and they kind of show <laughs> well, the Italians did not create Super Mario I, I, Brothers you know they kind of show like Frog uh, Frogtown in the distance but it's like this huge factory complex and you know it looks <laughs> really get cool there, it's like one warehouse <laughs> it's like five guys one, one set yeah, yeah they get to the bar and there's maybe like four frogs so in the my bar. favorite part of this movie yeah. and this has never been said on any of uh, these episodes oh you heard it here first the commentary track for this movie which oh. I listened to probably eight years ago I don't know why I did I probably yeah. Yeah. had a copy and I'm like I'm gonna listen to this mm-hmm. and it's amazing because it's the two directors mm-hmm. talking about how the movie sucks <laughs> and how they wish Steve Wang had been able to do what he wanted to do they're like right. it was gonna be like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon the frogs were gonna be on wires there'd be all these crazy kung fu fights and oh, Roddy Piper cool. was gonna fight them and he's like none of that happened yeah it's, just, it's shocking like it looks so low budget yeah and it, there's so low energy as well yeah there's, there's really no drive to anything and it, it the movie the Drive, only, directed by Steve White. 
<laughs> but did they talk about why they couldn't do these things? Just money. I think money fell yeah, through. They ran yeah. out of time. I mean, Donald G. Jackson is not a good director, so it's not like he could have pulled it out of his hat. And I feel like something, you know, it's got an interesting premise, and like you've got yeah. these cool looking frogs. Uh, you could have made something out of this. Yeah, uh, like, you could totally. like something could have happened. You yeah. could have just said, roll the cameras and have Roddy Piper fight one of them, and that never and happens. And that never even happens. He like, barely fights anyone in this movie. He has a yeah. samurai sword, and you keep being like, when is he going to take the samurai sword out? Yeah. I think he does once and does nothing with it. Yeah, it's kind of uh, nothing, just nothing happens. And then nope. they kind of like uh, escape Frogtown with the women, and then there's like, you know, a kind of low rent Mad Max uh, yeah, car chase. chase. A, a reference to um, Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah, with, that's uh, right. Launcher. Uh, speaking of nothing happening, uh, April, what was your favorite part in the movie? Well, I'm gonna. Uh, you asked me first, so it's gonna have to be the ma- the frog mask. <laughs> no, God, God damn! <laughs> Colin always goes last. Oh, does but, he? Yeah, usually. But uh, or usually surprise me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, you're like, go to April. Go to April. I, mean, I don't I never know have yet. an answer, but it's like you have one job. Both I of you. know <laughs> what we're supposed to do on this podcast. And I I'm can't. Always surprised. Uh, I can't. It has to just. I mean, I know we've already talked, but it has to be mentioned how good they look in like the articulation of the mouth and uh uh, the, whoever did the voices for all these frogs yeah, they were really good. actually really <laughs> yeah. good there's one named Bull get it Bullfrog yeah <laughs> um, and uh uh I think it was the the main one. I don't. Oh yeah, Bull was the like gangster frog guy. Oh yeah, okay. Um, who was like crazy and he had this big personality. But the like king frog who had like a frilly neck thing on the guy with three penises. On the commentary, they, they talk about penises, how he was yeah. supposed to have like seven arms that were all supposed to move uh, at the same time, that been and he was cool. gonna fight Rowdy Piper with like a weapon in each yeah. arm. Yep, uh, doesn't happen in this movie. That's a bit too ambitious. But he had these like crazy like articulating eyes that blinked and they moved, looked really good. And I wish something was happening. In but this then movie. Uh, he makes Sandel Bergman do the dance of the three snakes, which is was, like, embarrassing for everyone involved. Well, she's a uh, I think. Before she was in Conan, she was like a dancer, mm. and I think she probably still is. And, uh, I, also, I would not know watching this movie. Yeah, I also know. read online she was originally supposed to be nude during that scene, no. and she refused. Um, good for her. I mean, yeah, they, good they for do her. put her in like this ri- ridiculous outfit. Yeah, that includes like slippers. It's like lingerie <laughs> and like a. You know, like a house coat. Isn't but that what women wear? Like a, slippers as and well? And frilly slippers. The big, the big poofy slippers with the pom-pom Was that your favorite part, Colin? Oh, absolutely. Slippers. No. The dance of the three snakes. The dance of the three snakes. And then it's like this erotic dance. Colin's and then... favorite uh, part is when the credits started. And <laughs> no. he's like, ah, it's finished. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like there was something here, but yeah, there's really nothing done. But I did, I, I did like, like, I guess they filmed it in uh, California because at the end oh, when yeah. uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and the the giant frog are fighting, it's in front of Vasquez Rock, I think <laughs> Vasquez Rock or Vasquez Rocks, uh, where's where uh, Kirk and the Gorn fought in Star yeah. Trek. So I think that was a direct homage. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that's um, a good joke. Yeah, but then the, so like all through the movie, there's this other uh, Lord Sodom. He's like a masked figure. And you hear his voice. It's sort of like Darth Vader. You know, he's got the modulator. Yeah, modulated. And it is clearly William Smith. (laughs) Like, there is no mistaking that voice. And they try to hide it. And then at the very end of the movie, pulls his mask off. And you're like, whoa, least surprising thing ever. He had a big tirade (laughs) about how, like... I'm going to kill all the women. There's too many women. Too many women left on the planet. And he's like talking about starting like another nuclear war. Yeah, he was kind of like like, uh, getting them to mine uranium and he was like processing it and he wanted to have the last nuclear weapon (laughs) or something like that. Like they try and do this thing at the end where it's like a very traditional movie where Roddy Piper 
um, gets together with blonde woman. What's her name? Sandal Bergman. Sandal Bergman. And like, even though all these women are like, oh, I want to sleep with you. He's like, he just wants love. Um, Roddy is like <laughs> such a goofball in this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. So <laughs> he's playing it like a Looney Tunes character. It's a big performance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Roddy, Roddy Piper's a big man. But yeah. it's 28 inch python. It's funny it's like watching the second movie and knowing him from wrestling it's like he he's great at, at big like yeah. screaming and mm-hmm. high energy and so the second movie we watched was back in action which was the first uh roddy piper film after a while um it's with our favorite billy blanks Mr. oh yeah Tybo himself we love awesome. billy blanks my mom used to do Tybo. Mm-hmm. mom if you're watching well he got you should watch this movie <laughs> oh yeah? yeah i mean billy blanks is cut <laughs> So. Oh, and cut and sweaty and glistening. <laughs> I feel like between takes, you know, before they roll camera, they just somebody just has a hose with like baby oil and did they you, just spray him. Did you guys see like his thigh muscles? No. I know he's wearing, um, there's one scene where he's wearing like shorts yeah. and like they're like, bulging out <laughs> of his skin. So, so were my shorts. Colin is three dicks. That's why Colin is watching Helga's of Frogtown. He's like, I don't like to be seen like this. I feel attacked. Relatable content. I feel attacked. Yeah. yeah. So Back in Action is about um, Roddy Piper is on a drug bust and his partner gets killed. And at the same time, Billy Blanks is looking for his sister, mm-hmm. who she's, is also involved with one of these drugs. Dealers, She's yeah. wrapped up because her boyfriend's in the gang and they kind of kidnap her and he has to get her back. And then uh, basically both their plots run parallel to each other yeah. and every 15 minutes they meet up and they like fight the bad guys together. Every and, 15 oh boy, minutes. They fight the bad guys. This movie has so many action scenes. It was, it was, it became comical after a while. I mean, <laughs> yeah. right from the get go. The movie opens with like this huge gunfight in a in a graveyard. Squids going off, just like crashing crazy. in the cars. Oh, it's so awesome! It's yeah, so right good. off the bat, and then that kind of set the tone for the rest of the movie. We're and... like, oh man, it's all downhill from uh, here, right? Yeah. They spent all their money. <laughs> I mean, Billy Blanks killing a guy right off the bat, instantly snapping breaks his this neck. guy's neck, and he's like yeah. cab driver. Apparently, in this movie, he's like an ex special forces. Uh, I mean, he's special forces. Because there's the goofiest photo you have oh, ever the, seen oh, yeah. of a man in uniform. It looks like Billy Blanks. I think <laughs> looks April like said he got it. scared. Yeah, <laughs> he shit his pants. No, it looks like he's, his eyes are like bulging out of his skull. Yeah. It looks like he had bad craft service, and then he's just they're taking the photo, and he's just like, "Hurry up, hurry up!" He, and he, he looks like the guy that like can pop his eyes out of his skull. Oh, yeah, he's like, "You may know me as the tune that killed your brother." Uh-huh. <laughs> and I yeah. Like this. But, you know, Billy Blanks kind of has um, a, a look. Yeah, he's got big eyes, um, but they never, I mean, you know. He doesn't just have big eyes. I mean, Billy Blanks that, is, as an action mm-hmm. hero, he has his, such his own identity. Uh-huh. His hairline mm. is it's, insane. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's sort of one of those hairlines. I was saying it was like Don Cheadle. It kind of starts halfway back. <laughs> but he has it up. Which yeah. makes you think about it even yeah. more. Yeah, he has like a kind of very square flat top, mm-hmm. but uh, the hairline starts What's about that six a inches cut? back. Where it's like a square on the top of your head. Yeah, just like, like a flat top. A flat top, yeah. yeah. Like that classic Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, what was your favorite part, Colin? I'll start with I'm, you. I'm looking at all these action <laughs> scenes. Okay, here's the thing. So I take notes on my iPad as I watch these movies just to sort of remember these things. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I was writing like, oh, wow, opening action scene. And then... Uh, bar fight and then at one point I just started like boldifying all the th- action scenes just the action scenes 
And then it turned out I was just boldifying everything, every <laughs> every line that I wrote down. So I have to. April was like, "You should just like write what scenes are not action scenes." And because I it's not even like done. every other scene; it's like every scene. There and isn't then, like there'll be an action scene, and you're like, "Okay, finally we whoop, nope, another yeah. one's starting." And then when it stops, it's like people will have a conversation for like thirty seconds to a minute, and then another and action <laughs> scene, and they're and not then just another one, and they're not change, like change like, location. We've all watched boring action films. They're not just like appetizers, like ah, oh, here's a little something. And it's something. not just like two people punching each other over and over again in the same. way. Way or something. Mm-hmm. Like no, it's, that. Like it's good, always keeping it fresh. Yeah, it's yeah. like a good, unique action scene that's set in a different location with a different twist. Well like, choreographed. Blah, blah, blah. Really, using Billy blanks. Using is the, awesome. the the environment, the room, weapons, uh, everything. The creative. It, it's very comical, creative I, action I, scenes. I wrote them all down. So one, two, three. Four, I think there's eleven five, when we six. lost count. Yeah, it was 12 or 13, maybe <laughs> 14 at the end of the, the day. The end is just like all one big action sequence, like like any movie. 11, 12. So there's 12. I think there was more than that. Because you said 11 or 12, and it and wasn't the, the end wasn't yet. Even, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, okay, the whole like, end. The whole Colin was blown back in his seat. He couldn't reach his iPad yeah. anymore. Yeah, I couldn't type, I couldn't <laughs> type <laughs> anymore. My hands have been broken <laughs> by Billy Blank's it was, it was ridiculous. And uh, so uh, past the opening action scene, there's like a bar scene. So finally, um, Billy Blank's and... Uh, uh, rowdy Roddy just run into each other. Run into at the what the Zanzibar Tavern. So this was shot in Toronto. We the, have oh to yeah, say. I mean uh, this could be one of our favorite parts. I, I guess I'll take it. But this is the <laughs> most Torontoiest movie you have ever mm. seen. Every location, it's a Toronto skyline. Every yeah. cut, it's like, like Zanzibar. Toronto, they're going down Young Street. The Toronto of the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you have to be able to recognize it. But uh, it's they they don't say outright, but it's masquerading as some kind of American city. But mm-hmm. it's very noticeable if you live in Toronto. And I mean Roddy Piper in this film, or as we the, mentioned at the beginning, or the accent, has the yeah. most Canadian, most Canadian accent, accent you've my, ever heard. I think that's my favorite part. No, yeah, no. He says to one guy at one point. I didn't even think about it that you never hear people talk like that unless they like make a joke about it. Yeah, it's, it's true. And this is something that I want to ask the listeners of this show. Do we have Canadian accents? Because <laughs> no. we, obvi- sorry, sorry. we no. obviously can't hear it. And I've heard people say that like, oh well. You know, you can't hear it on other people, but Americans notice the difference. But I don't think we have Canadian accents. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe a little have bit. Normal accents, right? Just not the hoser accent. Not the hoser. Definitely. I think not. maybe it comes. I wish I had a hoser accent. I think like, it right? comes out in certain words. Yeah, but... I mean, like Roddy Piper. He's from uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So mm-hmm. that's you know. That's... If you don't know where that is, that is in um, the middle of Canada, <laughs> in, in the exact <laughs> it's middle. Way, it's way out there. It's a prairie state. <laughs> I, I love prairie province. Billy Blanks' clothes as well. I mean, oh my god. We've seen a few Billy Blanks films, and wow. his, um, I guess, trademark is having something zipped like a vest. almost the way down. He'll wear a vest with no shirt on underneath, he and then a vest that's a jean jacket on the front, <laughs> yeah. and like it zips up. triangles on the back. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. oh yeah, that was the vest. But he has his windbreaker vest, which is like a jacket with no arms, but it's zipped up just at the very bottom. And the oh. villains are always pulling it off. Uh, yeah, so he, he rips it off. Show his muscles. Yeah. Man, if I had a body like that, I would <laughs> never. All the time. I would no, never wear no a shirt. No shirt, no shoes, no service. So that's just <laughs> hey, a facade. I mean, if I was Billy Blanks, I'd be like, whoa. 
I would be getting no service. I would be getting no service anywhere because I would be I'd be wearing no you'd shirts. Be being serviced by everybody you meet. Yeah. Oh man, I'd start at my own Tybo tapes and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. So is it like that, um, you know, that new Beatles movie, Imagine? Oh, so yeah. you go back in time and they're like, Tybo doesn't exist. And I you're do like, the Canadian version of Tybo. Tybo. What would it be called? Uh, Tybo. Or it would be called Blank. <laughs> yeah. What, like the what, Billy what Blank if there was a world story? where Billy Blank didn't exist? <laughs> um, what if he was like yeah, part of the 50 that disappeared after Thanos' uh, thumbs <laughs> He's in the middle of a Tybo uh, tape. There's no way that Billy Blanks, if uh, someone tried to like make him disappear, he just flexes muscles and nothing would happen. No, but it yeah. was like only his shirt would like disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and we didn't even point out that like Billy Blanks is also an amazing fighter. He moves super fast. He's really good. Yeah. He's really yeah, good. Yeah, I don't know like what, like if, did he, maybe he created his own martial art like uh, Bruce Lee did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or I'm guessing it's like a Taekwondo thing because his kicks are amazing. Yeah, he's I, doing like what, what is punches Donnie Yen is famous for. Jumping like, jump kicks and spinning and spin kicks. kicks. Yeah. But just like, and then that awesome one, the slow motor, we kick a guy like twice while he's spinning in yeah. the air. Also, like, gush, gush. a couple times he kicks two guys with both his, both his feet, the, like, different the, feet. The fighting he does in this movie is probably closer to Hong Kong style than anybody was doing it mm-hmm. around this time which is like the early 90s because yeah. he's like that much of a, like a very precise fighter oh yeah it's... and that he can move really fast yeah. as well uh, that uh, fight in his apartment which uh, I don't know that but go, against go ahead. the McNamara Mac- brothers now, who are the these twin guys? dragons themselves who were these two um, I don't remember what martial I would, I'm going to say karate uh-huh. instructors who made two movies, Twin Dragon Encounters, the hoseriest uh, action film <laughs> of all time, and also the amazing, uh, uh, what is it called, Dragon Hunt, where it's like the most dangerous game. They essentially look like two short Chuck Norrises. Yeah, and they, yeah. Had, they had mustaches. And they have mustaches. Mustaches yeah. and kind of been bemulleted. And they just come out of nowhere. There's a big action scene with Billy Blanks uh, oh. fighting Roddy Piper, and then Billy Blanks just goes back to his apartment, and then he gets attacked. Again, and then they were so, sent sent to get him. This is one of my favorite shots in the movie. Oh, yeah. he, like somehow he ends up with one of these guys, flips him upside down, and throws him at his wall. And the guy's leg catches on something, so he's hanging against Billy Blanks's wall upside down. And Billy Blanks is just punching his face, going to town. I mean, Billy Blanks yeah. kills these two men. Oh, he throws yeah. one of them out the window. He's dead. Billy Blanks kills so many people in this movie yeah. in his yeah. mission to save his, uh, his sister. sister. Every gang boss that he brutally murders. He like spray paints his sister's name, <laughs> or he uses a blowtorch to do it on metal. There's, yeah, there's he's, a, he's a real Thanos. I'm is so, that what Thanos is famous I'm for? I'm so tired like, of hearing about Thanos. A, a can of spray paint, and where are you hearing about Thanos? Uh, everywhere. You're like at work. They're like, hey, hear what Thanos has been up well, to lately. Know, Colin has Thanos socks, so <laughs> you they, bought them for me. <laughs> I didn't even want them. To you, or is Colin like, look how good Thanos is? He's got Thanos bed sheets. Thanos kind of day. I think I'm only going to wear one today. Fifty percent of my socks. Oh, Colin is like, oh man, I shouldn't got this full back tattoo. Of Thanos. <laughs> oh. Jeez, <laughs> shouldn't have blown all my money on oh, that no. Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> tattoo? No. Tattoo Infinity Gauntlets on my hand. No, the actual gauntlet. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And we didn't mention Roddy Piper in this film, who Colin kind of hinted at that he actually gives a much more uh, engaging, way, charismatic way performance. Well, it's not a He's goofy. acting. He's more of like an, uh, uh, an actor in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a much better performance. And uh, like you said in the action scenes, that guy can sell. Yeah, he's like, oh, I hit. Oh, 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 when he's getting kicked or thrown, it's so much fun to watch. It's him. so good. It's like the the 
best like you could just sort of tap him and he would just like, like oh, know yeah. exactly how to like flip and react <laughs> and smash something like oh. yeah whereas frogtown he was like asleep at the switch <laughs> yeah nobody nobody could hair, fight it's so fluffy but that was like one of his early movies mm-hmm. and then back in action he literally is back in action yeah, yeah he's, like, right. he's already had probably his like wrestling renaissance or whatever <laughs> renaissance. well he's probably done at that point i mean this was 93 yeah i, think. But I mean after... wrestlers are never done they keep yeah. being brought back well yeah, they're, they're done the eventually. Yeah, they all like die of heart disease or something. And so back in action climaxes. I mean, there's a warehouse fight. They hit all the beats. There they're in like everything. a prostitute. Remember the car fight? Cha- not car chase. It's a yeah. There is a car uh, chase. Uh, well, okay, the underpass with like the oh, gang. they're under the gardener, which the gardener is a famous way. underpass uh, in, in Toronto, Toronto, where there's drag racing going on. Yeah, and then there's exploding cars. But then Billy Blanks also fights a guy that leads into a car chase and then a gunfight. Yeah, so I guess that was also part of the gang because. Because that guy shows up later. But they have hilarious costumes. Yeah, so they're they're kind of dressed like grunge punk, club kid punks. So much plaid. Yeah, the rejects from Batman Forever. Yeah. Well, their their cars the are like lighting. painted up like they're the jo- like a, Joker's henchmen. Yeah, there's like or something a bumblebee like on one of them. Yeah. So this like small area under this underpass, two cars they play chicken. And there's people on both sides. <laughs> One car veers off, explodes. Oh, we didn't mention all the explosions. There's there. a so lot. They and like blew up. Tr- I'm, I believe that this film was responsible for all like the kind of buildings crumbling in Toronto <laughs> and the gardener like falling apart. And every squib in this movie is like a big old meaty Verhoeven squib. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, the pyrotechnics and the, what do you call that? Blood technics? The the squib, the explosive squibs. Gun they're, technics. They're, they're bigger than Robocop in like Total Recall. <laughs> oh, well, I don't want to get people too I, excited it, not the robocop unrated it's but. not yeah. like the um, it's not like there's like blood gushing everywhere but the squid there's massive there's like, just just chunks and yeah. oh, and so, so many people get shot too like oh, it's endless motion. every action scene people are being blown away the end action scene on the boat like it's funny because it's paced so insanely like there's just action scene after action scene after action scene so by the time they get to the the end action scene, which everything's supposed to be building up to, the movie kind of takes a breather at that point. You know, it kind of slows down a bit, and you're like, "Oh, this is getting boring." And I'm like, "No, I've been spoiled because the movie's yeah. just been yeah, nonstop just jokes." Uh, Billy Blanks is like, "I want automatics." Yeah, and yeah. does he ever get them? Because he gets two Uzis and he rips his shirt off. I can't. Uh, <laughs> of he's like screaming, ah, and he's running down. Running I don't even know shooting. what it is. It's like a high. It's like, like a kind gangplank of catwalk or something. Yeah. Or like yeah, I forget. Like, uh, but he's running towards camera in slow motion with Firing two, Uzis, two Uzis and then he flips he does a front flip while he's still shooting the Uzis yeah. it's insane Billy Blanks has the most amazing way to kill the bad guy ever the bad guy has a hostage in his hands and he's like I'm gonna kill her Billy Blanks is like how about this and he just tosses his gun in the air oh, and the yeah. bad guy's like what's going on and he's and just he following it slowly looks and Billy up. Blanks pulls out another gun and shoots the villain 40 times. Yeah, and then he flies off the boat and lands, crashes on a car. And the boat's not in the middle of the water, it's dogs. As Colin uh, pointed out, the boat was beside a famous boat restaurant in Toronto. Oh, called Captain John's. So tell us about Captain John's. Well, R.I.P. Captain John's. Now it's bound to sail the seven seas. (laughs) They sunk it. With its ghost crew. (laughs) (laughs) They take the boat with the the crew crew on it. All the waiters and stuff. (laughs) 
Now they're so gone. Captain John's, I think it was a restaurant. It's kind of like down by uh, the waterfront in Toronto. <laughs> oh, would you like some fish sticks? And it was like a big boat. And it was one of the first like seafood restaurants in Toronto way back in the day. We're talking like the 60s and stuff. And my <laughs> parents talked about it like he's like, it was the only restaurant we had back then. Back in the day, it was a big deal because my parents, uh, you know, they came from uh, Scotland and Ireland. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was the place. Roddy country. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's where they loved going was Captain John's. And it was kind of like it, it was. Maybe we'll see Roddy Roddy Piper. It was a big deal. Did and like, people like dress up? Uh, I mean, like the way, like the waiter, the waiters and, and stuff. Did were they like they st- they still were? Like, we went recently, so yeah. basically <laughs> in the go back in the day, it was the hip place, stuff. right? And uh, so over the years, it's fallen into disrepair and it's gotten shoddier and shoddier. It's kind of like an eyesore. And we actually went as a joke, me and my friends, uh, years ago. It's probably like ten years ago, and it, it was such a dump. Yeah, it's so gross, and they still have these like you know 80 year old Yugoslavian uh, ladies like serving you but they're wearing kind of like tuxedo shirts and uh, it's not Yugoslavia ties. anymore it's Croatia well <laughs> not back then <laughs> 10 <laughs> years ago maybe it was still Yugoslavia yeah. and so they tried to sell the boat no one would buy it so they sunk it I think he actually it, lived yeah. like I actually met Captain John he's like this Yugoslavian you, Captain, you say Captain John I'm like Kurt Russell. No, that's, that's, that's Captain, Captain Ron. <laughs> Speaking of Kurt Russell, I feel like uh, Hell Goes to Frogtown, if, you know, the big budget version of that would have starred Kurt Russell. Yes. That I would mean, have been it would just kind of like Escape from New York. Also, I was reading online, who was originally supposed to play him was Tim Thomerson. Ooh, I love Tim uh, Thomerson. Yeah, he's good. That would have been fun. Of, uh, of Dollman. Yeah. And, <laughs> Well, that's what I know him from. Transfers. Uh, I yeah. haven't seen that, but he would have been Jerry two thousand. He's oh. it's a he. He's a similar kind of actor to Roddy, except you know, less you know, big. And I mean that in big, like performance and in size. He's, he's a snappier. He's yeah. better at the comedy. He was the a stand-up comic. He was yeah. very good friends with David Letterman. Yeah, he's got the comedy the chops down. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he, he, which were well utilized in the productions of Full Moon Pictures. <laughs> no. and really, only that. Um, but then, uh, so there was. We got to, forgot to talk about the sequels to uh, Frogtown. Oh, that's it right. Were. Is it Return to Frogtown? Return to Frogtown, starring Robert Zadar. Yeah. So they Zadar. replaced. So Roddy Roddy Piper's character is called Sam Hell, and he was replaced by Robert Zadar. All people. <laughs> I mean. You look at both of them, you can't tell Ugh. them apart. <laughs> I'd like to see that. There's a big frog musical well, number actually, that I, uh, uh, a friend of mine has shown me a hundred times. I saw okay. stills from actually, it. Actually, I don't want to see that. I frogs, just want to see Robert Zadar. The, in, the in frogs things. look like paper mache things that like somebody uh, made for Yeah, a, a they're like, they've been sitting in a shop for a while yeah. and they kind of dusted them off. We don't need to make new ones, right? We have the old ones. They well, use what, the old ones? Well, well I was going to no. say, what do you think happened to the old ones? Because uh, They rotted away. The latex they used doesn't yeah. last very long. Oh, really? But I'm just thinking Robert Zadar is like your kind of main hero. The guy who charismatic. He was the maniac cop. Yeah, yeah. I know. But you know, it's like, and he's the guy who has to repopulate Earth. So I'm just, I'm just thinking about all <laughs> these. You no, know, it's just all these babies. I mean, he had an like, actual disease. I don't yeah, know I know. what it's called. I think it was like cherubism or cherubism. something like that. But yeah, all these like babies with gigantic jaws. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Robert the Dark came out with a giant jaw. I think no. it's probably. I'd like to. I want to pretend that he did. I feel bad for his mom. Um, <laughs> We're gonna need the clamps of life. What if she had cherubism of the vagina? <laughs> <laughs> what is that in day? I don't know. Been, you know, I you have to use the clamps on me when I came out as a baby. Really? And that's why I am the way I am, elephant man-ish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you have those big clamp marks in your yeah. face. You know, that's why uh, Sylvester Stallone, half of his face is paralyzed. Yeah, because they had to use forceps. Mm-hmm. And then it, it killed I, all the, it pinched all the nerves I in the side of his face. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I hope that uh, technology in the realm of giving birth has uh, improved. So, ah, not really. No. If you actually look at the statistics in the United States, there's actually more deaths than there was like 10 years ago. Oh, ah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and well, on that note, thanks for listening. But back in action, man, I, I it's really good. Remember. It's so amazing. <laughs> I mean, if you want like a direct to video 90s action movie, and if you watch this and you're like, man, I didn't really like it then you don't want to watch direct-to-video 90s action movies. It's not for you. There's there's nothing here that is not to like. It's one of those movies where I've seen a lot of these direct-to-video action movies where, you know, there's one action scene... Every 30 minutes. If, if that, and then there's one at the end, and it's just all talking and plot, and that's Boring, not what you want to see. Yeah. And it's like, you know, cut it down to like 60, 70 minutes... But at the same time, it's not so much action that you just kind of zone out. It's yeah, always no. different. It's always uh, exciting and interesting. Also wanted to mention um, Randy Butcher worked on this, who oh, is yeah, a right. somewhat famous stunt choreographer who lives and works in Toronto. He's like he's the... He's worked on everything like in Toronto. He's like the man in Toronto. And... Uh, the choreography was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they have a fight in front of a Jack Astor's. Yeah, oh, that's they right. They got Jack yeah. Astor's. There's a keg. Uh, <laughs> see, like maybe we were a little extra charmed by like the Toronto location. Yeah, but there was still a lot of action within those Toronto locations. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. Hey, Sam the Record Man. There was a yeah, there was Sam a, the Record Man. There was a fight in a Japanese brothel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which ends with Billy Blanks being so angry he has to destroy the last thing paper standing. He yeah, kicks well, himself he, out of the <laughs> door. You know that like those paper doors uh, someone is going to get thrown through them there's or walk sh- through them there's a shot of Billy Blanks going I don't want a six shooter that like if you took a still frame of it and like put it up on a wall it'd be like a horror show yeah <laughs> he's got this horrible like makeup on and it's his like, eyes are bulging and he's like downlit and he's, he's just covered sweating. in sweat every close up of him it's kind <laughs> of it's upsetting he's just dripping with sweat yep. and there's even one point where he's gonna punch the bad guy and his arm is like pulled back and there's just sweat <laughs> dripping yeah. off of his hand but maybe that's just something that that's something that those these two movies have in common is sweat because those frogs were really glistening they're, glistening. They're glistening. Yeah. yeah. And so was Roddy and Billy. Oh, in Roddy. Movie. There's this one, the, his first fight scene with <laughs> Billy the, Blank. In the bar. He's essentially like coated. He's like dunked in sweat. He's wearing yeah. a black shirt. Yeah. And you could tell that it's soaked yeah, see, in sweat. Yeah, see, I don't know if it, like, they, they, they hit some beer at some point because it was all so fast, but it looks like they're just so sweaty because they've been working so hard all night. Yeah, you know, or you maybe know. he got hit by like, uh, you mm. know, Billy Blanks' uh, like oil. Fist. No, or his oil spray. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh! Uh, this really makes me... Every Billy Blank film that I've seen, I've very much enjoyed. And mm-hmm. this has only been like the last year. Like I watched the Karate Kid ripoff he made where he played a janitor that teaches a bullied kid <laughs> who is much too old. He's like 30 <laughs> years old and he's in high school. The kid? Yeah. Oh, no. He's uh, played by the actor who is most famous for playing one of the Ninja Turtles in the suit. Oh, no. Oh, God. And uh, also in the um, Expect No Mercy, which we played at a laser blast. That was amazing. Screening. That was yeah, really good. So that's probably the only other one I've seen him in. He was in Low Blow, but it was a very small mm-hmm. role. Was he really? Non-talking role, I believe. Uh, he was, was a, one of the henchmen. He was oh, in a right. lot of Taiwanese action films as well. Really? Like playing villains. Yes. Huh. Did he ever do a movie with Cynthia Rothrock? 
probably. I feel I'm like sure he they did. like met up. Yeah, yeah, because they were kind of making movies around the same well, time. Well, Jahal yeah. um, Mary, the guy who directed Expect No Mercy. That's right. He, uh, he, he did uh, Billy Blank's films and Cynthia Ross Rock films. So right, right. I don't know. Maybe they came together in like a Tiger Claws film or something like that. Yeah. With Bolo Young. With Bolo Young. It's so weird. Bolo was so. Bolo's been in like 500 movies. Like people could Good not Lord. get enough of him. <laughs> well, this movie. Uh, is it available on DVD? Back in action? Yeah. If it is, I feel like it's probably on those like gray market DVDs, like Hollywood Video. Okay. Where yeah. you see a lot of like, like Expect No Mercy shows up on that. I don't mm-hmm. think it has a proper release. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, Shapiro Glickenhaus production, which they're a production company famous for doing like um, The Executioner and a bunch of 90s action films with Soldier. It sounds like a like a, a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like he, is, a law he is also an investor. <laughs> oh, is it really? Um, okay. He is. And it would have been cool. I know one of his movies got put out by... Um, Shout Factory so I hopefully a film mm-hmm. like Back in Action even though I feel like because Billy Blanks and um, Roddy Piper starred in some other films that aren't as well regarded okay. so it'll probably be like appear on like a double pack with like no special features I see. Yeah, but it's not be... out there yet so, oh, yeah. so good write your uh, local congressman I guess yeah I didn't I didn't I didn't really do the research on that one because Justin just brought it uh, but like uh Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah, um, it's available on tons of labels on DVD. Yeah, we Bay put it out. Yeah, we rented it on iTunes. Yeah, Um, but I wouldn't wouldn't really recommend that movie. I would recommend Back in Action if you can somehow find Back in Action. Uh, It's probably on uh, YouTube. I feel like that's those are the movies that always show up. We didn't check, but I feel like that might be might be on there. It's definitely worth if you can like check it out. It's really really entertaining. Yeah, and if you want to email the podcast and give us. Letters and recommendations. You can email us at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at no such thing pod. And you can check us out on Patreon at the $2 level. You can be submitted to pick a movie. And uh, I believe next week's episode is going to have the that movie on it. So <laughs> I think I maybe teased, I think I teased this last week, um, but we forgot. So yeah. next episode is going to have the listener requested uh, movie. Wait, did someone pick? one yet no oh, okay. i forgot <laughs> but uh please please join hell that frog town again <laughs> oh god no, no. hell comes You're to frog town you too opportunity. Yeah. um and if you want to be on the five dollar level uh you can uh be uh have access to our bonus episodes uh next week is gonna really be... the best episodes we do uh, yeah, I would I think we're so, so angry yeah like, i think the next uh one available coming up soon is going to be uh jurassic world fallen kingdom that's when that that's when the like there's no such thing as a bad movie it just goes out the window yeah we, we, like, I don't think we yeah. try to pick a good thing no. I don't know oh, like, I forgot to do it in the episode that we just did that's well, right well like Aquaman like we, we don't had have some to, good though. things to say about that yeah um, we did but uh, if you want to tweet not, at me not the next two episodes <laughs> no. if you want to a double you dunk tweet at me I'm yeah. uh, it's a real terror <laughs> at April and Pansky <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DeClue J, D-E-C-L-O-U-X, and the letter J. I'm on Letterboxd at Justin DeClue if you want to see the absurd amount of movies that I watch. You can also listen to me every week on the Important Cinema Club. Listen to that 
And if you like it, become a Patreon subscriber of No Such Thing as a Bad Movie and the Important Cinema Club. Oh my God. Do you get a deal if you do both? Uh, well, not nope. through Patreon, but <laughs> yeah. you might get a deal on um, Impossible Horror if you ask nicely. Yeah, Impossible <laughs> Horror, the movie that I directed, is available on Blu ray. Oh my God. You're like a shill. I am. Well, do this I every need episode. money to live. <laughs> yeah, but go back. Colin's like, I do it for the love of the game. I don't do it for money. Rent is very expensive in Toronto. <laughs> very expensive. Whatever. Get back into the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people uh, follow you, Colin? Oh, me? Uh, on the streets? Uh, you know, don't, to, to work. don't follow Colin <laughs> on the streets or to work. Um, I'm uh, on Twitter uh, at Sergeant Zima, so S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And then uh, there's a link to my uh, Instagram as well if you want to see all the stupid things. And what else are you selling, Colin? Me? Nothing. Because uh, you know what? Your work in the big hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah wait, wait. so was please this... purchase do you get residuals from the one visual effect shot that you did oh <laughs> get out of here wait wasn't the bad guy in this movie in the big hit I believe he played a stuntman because that film also shot in Toronto okay yeah what was it I don't remember the actor's name what was his character's name it was really goofy oh, it, was like, the... it was like Chaka Chaka I think it was Chaka Chaka and it's the guy I thought looked like Leonardo DiCaprio which, which... and I thought he looked like Tony Stark because yeah, when... yeah he looked he like little, a mix little purple glasses he looks yeah. like a mix of Tony Stark and uh, Doctor Strange because he is wearing like the the time stone medallion at there's point. so yeah. much fun action in this movie we forgot to mention that guy gets tossed on a barbecue and we're like I hope oh, they turn oh, the barbecue yeah. on and, and then Roddy does and the, the giant flame shoots it's out it's like and so it, many action scenes it burns his possibly, balls we can't possibly mention them all oh, and then he does like a uh, uh, the wrestling move like the yeah, he, pile driver or, something. or whatever it's called I don't yeah. know what it's called so that's it for the Roddy Piper episode. I'm April Edmansky. R.I.P. Roddy Piper. Yeah, yes, rest R- in peace. He R- was R- a true Canadian. From what I've heard, uh, he was a very, very sweet man and mm-hmm. very nice to work with. That's what I heard as well. And on that sad note, my name is Justin McClue. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm Rowdy C- Colin Cunningham-y. Hey, tears streaming down your face. Roddy. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. There's no such thing as a bad movie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>